This is Pod Populi, podcast for the people. Hi, my name is Dr. Sarah Adams. I am a board-certified pediatrician, but I'm not your pediatrician. Feel free to use my podcast as helpful information, but in no way do I intend my podcast to replace the advice of your physician. Your physician knows you and is in the best position to provide medical advice. Hello, and welcome to Growing Up with Dr. Sarah. I recently was at a conference and listened to a motivational speaker, and it was fascinating because he mentioned a simple phrase, and you've probably heard it before, and that phrase is, if not now, then when? And I get goosebumps when I read it, and maybe you've heard it before and just kind of let it brush off your shoulder, but this time it really started to sink in for me. And I thought, I want to share and talk about this, actually. And I thought, who better than to talk about, if not now, then when, is Lauren Nanny. Lauren has been on my show before, and I'm grateful that she is back. And she is a certified life coach and owns Life Coaching with Lauren. She focuses on helping women get unstuck so they can create and live lives they love. She developed her love of coaching at a very young age, although she didn't know what it was necessarily called at the time. She felt the profound impact on her own life and knew she wanted to give back in a similar way. Lauren's mission today is to promote possibility, show people that they are not stuck where they are, and the option to create a new path is always available. Like I said, I couldn't think of a better person to talk about, hey, if not now, then when? So thank you, Lauren, for joining me today. Oh my gosh, thanks so much for having me back. This is so fun, yet again. Well, I'm sorry to all my other guests, but you're definitely my favorite, so I'll just throw that oh. out there right <laughs> I love it. Let's tell everyone. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, and some people might be listening out there and think, well, why is a pediatrician talking about this? And, you know, here's the deal is that this statement can mean so many different things to different people. And now that the kids are all going back to school, a lot of times parents find themselves thinking, okay, what am I going to do with the little bit of spare time that I have? And mm-hmm. they start kind of thinking about their purpose and what they want to do in life. And, you know, it's easy to get stuck. So let's talk about that phrase. You've heard that before, I'm, I'm guessing. I have. I have. And it's for someone who was very stuck, it is, it's like, I don't want to call it a trigger, but it's like, I know if not now, then when, right? Like this is such a good question and it really can bring up a lot of stuff, but it's always like the way it's phrased is motivating nonetheless. Yeah. And I really think it's meant to be because we could, we could take that phrase and think of it in short term, like, okay, it's Friday. I've messed up my diet, so I'm just going to wait till Monday. How many times? I I know there's people out there listening that have done that before. Or I wasn't going to drink at all in January. (laughs) I'll start again in February, you know, or whatever. Right. Right. Those are kind of simple, but it it can go to a bigger, broader, you know, example, too, about basically – 
things that you've always wanted to do in your life that you've been, like you said, stuck and just that, like, that's not something I can do. That's not going to happen to me. Yeah. I honestly think like one of the things you said right in the beginning is key kind of just like in general overarching is that you can hear quotes and you can hear phrases so many times and it's just like, oh, that's cliche or like, yep, yep, yep. I know that. But it's amazing that when you open up to information, even if you've heard it before, the way that it can affect you differently, depending on where you are in life and depending on what like you've already know or like the new experiences that you've gone through, it can just it can change everything. And like you said, it's like you've heard it before, but it's thinking differently. And I think that's so cool. So I, I when I talk to like groups in person, I always like to say I borrowed this um, from a coach that I really admire. His name is Rich Litvin. But he says, listen for insight, not for agreeance. And so maybe like a ton of your listeners have heard of that, that quote before that saying, but it's like, what if we just like kind of sit back, open up and listen, what could it do for you then? Even if you agree, if you don't agree, if you've never heard it, right. It's like, if you allow the information to come in, then you can sort through it. And, you know, sometimes we always think again, I I hear that statement and I kind of think of time. And and what I mean by that is, you know, we always, not we, but many people, and myself included, will say, oh, when I get to this weight, then I'll put a bikini on. I don't know, I'm using some examples. Or if I, if we make this amount of money between the two of us, we'll start a family. Or if we you know, get to this point, we'll go on that vacation. Or once my kids are in school, then I'll pursue that career that I've always wanted. But the thing is, is that if not now, yeah, I'm giving some examples of when, but things get in the way between Mm -hmm. now and then, you know, so it's, Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of how I look at it. If not now, then when it's like, are you going to get this going here? You know, are you going to just, you know, get started with this and and really do something to to change your life that you've always wanted. Yeah, I think it's interesting, right? Because there is a time to, you know, maybe wait and plan. And then there's a time to go do and only you know that, right? Like you as the listener, because and I always say, like, what are your reasons? You know, and if like for me, for instance, as someone who was stuck, like my reasons were always the same. Right. And I'm like, well, clearly they're not really founded on anything. Like I'm, if they're, if they're good enough reasons, then I will use them to my advantage to like set myself up for a plan. But like, if I keep doing the same thing and staying stuck, they're more so probably excuses because of fear or uncertainty or whatever. So it's like, yeah, if not now, then when, if it's going to be in the future, why is it in the future? And what's your plan for it? You know, like, how will you continue to work towards it? And if like, and if you want to do it now, why not now? So basically what you're saying is if you're, if you're just stuck and you're thinking of, oh, I always wanted to do this. I I always wanted to start a podcast, you know, for example, Mm -hmm. and you just always think, yeah, I'll do it someday, someday without a plan. Mm -hmm. That's different than. Yes, I'm going to start a podcast and I know that, you know, this season I need to get through this. And so this is going to be something I'm going to do at, you know, in 2021, which is when I started it, for example. Is that what you're trying to say? 
Kind of. Yeah. Like more so if you're not going to do it now, why not? Like, we just want to really check in. Like, are you just kind of putting it out into the future because of fear, you know, or is it like, no, I actually have things lined up that it would fit better out there. That's why I always just say like, check your reasons. Like, do you like those reasons? And if yeah. they make sense to you, but then, then it's, you know, it's always about checkpoints. Cause then you could be like five years down the road and the timing still doesn't feel right. So we got to go back in and continue to question ourselves like, okay, like, what are we giving up by not doing it right now? You know, what do we gain from not doing it? Are we staying safe, comfortable, you know, the investment piece of it, like whatever it is. But I think it's just about checking in because only you can call yourself out. Like only you know, like what's going on. And on the other hand, what are you losing from waning? So how do you help them kind of start that process? Well, it's the beginning of everything is creating clarity. So it's like, what do we want? You know, what do we say we want? What do we think we want? And it's like, okay, why don't we have it yet? So we know where we, we know where we're starting, right? We get that information. We paint the vision. We get clear on like what it is that we're going after. And then what's stopping us, right? Because it's like our thinking around it that is either keeping us where we are or pulling us forward, or pushing it out to the future. And like, the thing is, there's no right or wrong answer. But if we're saying we want it now, we don't want to be stuck anymore. How can we get that? How we, can we get the train leaving the station? Is there, I know you can't talk about people that you've worked with. And we could talk about some of my changes. But I'd really love to, if, if there's anything off the top of your head, and it's okay if you can't think of any, because I'm literally putting you on the spot. Everybody, we didn't practice this. We didn't even talk about, all we talked about is that we're going to talk about if not, now <laughs> when, and I love it, because we just wanted to have a conversation, like a real conversation. But is, can you give an example? And maybe it doesn't even have to be a real person, but like maybe we can walk through just a little bit. Whether it's you and yeah. me or somebody no, that you I have know. an example. Okay, great. Um, I have a I have a client and we started working together last year. So she really wanted to do talks. And she is I try not to give too much information, but she goes around and like gives good information, like based on what she's passionate about. And she, she wanted to do this on like a bigger scale. <clears throat> and you talk about live? Yeah. Like in person talks. It was in person and um, it was like a five-year goal for her. And I was just curious. I was like, why not do it like this year, right? Or sooner? I guess when we started working together, it was five years. And then she said to me, I'd like to do by the end of the year. And I was like, okay, why not do it sooner? And we really just kind of teased apart all of the reasons of why she didn't feel like she could do it sooner. And then she looked at those reasons. And I said, do you like those reasons? And she basically was like, no, they're kind of unfounded. Right. Like a lot of fear going on, like any normal human would have doing something new and out of their comfort zone. And sure enough, right. It just started with making one phone call and sending one email and going in person to ask for the for ask for the spot. And then she did that next talk and then she did that next talk. Right. And now those are just like this is just what she does. Right. When she wants to do them. But it really takes like a moment to say, well, why did you put it out into the future? Why did you put it that far? Right. And when she like looked at all of her reasons, it didn't really, there wasn't, she was like waiting on something, right? Like she wasn't waiting on a certification or anything of those sorts. It was just because 
of fear. Yeah. But that's how you get a coach is to work on those things so that you can get results faster. Absolutely. I mean, just hearing her story, like I could feel that fear. I could understand that, especially because it's, if it's something you've really wanted to do and always wanted to do, you're, we're, we're afraid we're number one, you know, to confront people, to ask. Sometimes it's just a fear to, you know, put your name out there, make that phone, make that phone call or email, like you said. And then there's the fear of failure when you actually get started doing what you, what you love to do. Mm-hmm. But I love that phrase that you've said before is like failing forward. And so many times we have a fear of that. And fear itself is can be a cause for failure. So it's kind of like a catch 22 if you think about it. Yeah, it, it is really interesting, right? Like what's in my own definition, I'm like, okay, what is failure to me? I'm like, oh my God, failure is just like never trying. Yeah. You know, never going for it. Even if it takes me 10 years to get my butt moving, right? But it's like, okay, I finally did it. Like, But the thought of never doing it would be like the ultimate failure. So it's like, for me, if I didn't go forward and try something, I'd just be failing ahead of time. Yes, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. And the cool thing about failing forward is that you go out and you get information, like you get objective data and you see what works and what doesn't. So thinking about like, if not now, then when it's like you go out and maybe you see like, okay, this wasn't the best time for me, or this was the best time for me, but you only know, like matter of factly, if you go and do. Right. You don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And that, that can be fearful too, in the fact that you could be afraid that it'll never happen, but you don't want it, you want it to happen. I mean, obviously, and that's what the whole definition, like, how would you define being stuck? Like when you say somebody's stuck and we want to get unstuck so we can live the life we love, what does that actually mean? I always describe stuck as a feeling because that's how it really processed for me. It was like, I would be running like full force towards everything I wanted. And then I would like quickly make a left. And if I felt like, Oh, like I kind of hit a wall, like it was like a mine. And then I would just like kind of shuffle left because I was uncertain. Right. And then I would backpedal because, Oh my God, this feels scary. And then sure enough, I was back at the start. So it was like this like internal pull forward and then a halting stop. But then I would try and like shuffle around. Like it was maddening. (laughs) to be honest, right? Because you know everything you want, but it literally feels like there is a physical barrier in front of you. And when we think about if not now, then when the, the what's going through my mind. And then when I kind of apply that feeling stuck as well, I think, well, maybe I'm making excuses about, why it hasn't happened in the past. And that's one of my biggest problems is I think too much about what should have happened or could have happened. And so that's kind of where we're, where we're at right now. And you're definitely not going to move forward if you keep thinking about things that have happened in the past. So getting stuck isn't really living in the, in the past, but it's, it's in a way kind of being stuck or in this vortex of not being able to go forward. I think that's what it feels like, right? In my opinion, it feels like this is it. These are our final results, but it's not necessarily living in the past. We're just living in the present of our past thinking. 
Oh, I see it. Say that again. We're living in the present of our past thinking. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That, I have to say that a couple times, write that one down and like think about it for a little bit because that's, that's pretty, pretty much what we do, right? When we're stuck or when we just feel sorry for ourselves too. I, I definitely, I'm one of those people that can get into like self-pity as a way to keep myself stuck. But that's not doing anything for me either, you know? Yeah. And I just think it's like all these are just normal things of being a human, right? Like our brain wants to keep us safe. So making decisions that are comfortable or new, like it really can feel scary, but we're able to do things that we feel fear around, like, and still move forward. But like to give ourselves, I always tell people, I'm like, give yourself grace. Like it's not always easy, you know, but then like, once you do it, it's like, Oh, duh. Mm-hmm. But we don't have to make it so hard either. Right. Right. We really don't. What I mean, I made it really hard on myself, but you don't have to. <laughs> no, I definitely do. Too. What do you think? What do you think about, people out there that might be thinking, well, I don't even know what I want to do. I don't even, yeah, like if not now, then when, great. But I know I want to do something. I just don't know what that is. How do they, how do they start to say, I feel stuck. I feel like there's something more I should or could be doing. At what point do you, how, what would you say to kind of help them think about what they need to do to really figure out what it is that they want Mm -hmm. and why? I think like any great conversation, it starts with exploring really, you know, one kind of dropping any judgment, dropping any like shoulds or coulds or woulds, and really just getting curious. Like if I could do anything, what would I do? Mm-hmm. What am I passionate about? And, and don't discredit anything. I know you've heard that before, but it's actually very true. Like I'm passionate about coffee. And then I ended up writing a whole blog about it. And then I started coffee talks around it, you know, so like it really can lead to very fascinating things if you allow it, but just like getting curious. Cause often we don't really ask ourselves what it is that we want. We might have like a pull towards like, Ooh, yeah. Like I'd like something more, but what is that? You know, what's your brain lead you to think? Like, what are you curious about? You know, if you couldn't be judged, if you couldn't fail, what is it that you would do? one of the things that you introduced me to me introduced to me is that passion planner and they have this page where literally you write down, like you set a timer for five minutes and you literally just write down what you want in your life. You could, you could do like your lifetime and then a month from now, a year from now, five years from now, etc. And literally it's like sky's the limit. Like even if you don't think it would ever happen, write it all down. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, okay, now take a minute to look at all of that and circle like the top three things that you think you could start doing now. And I, that's really been helpful for me. Be- and yeah. it's fun to look back at those, you know, from a year ago. And when you feel stuck looking back and going, oh, wait, I did, mm-hmm. I did do this, this and this. Like I might be stuck in this one area of what I want in my life, but it's really fun to see how there's other areas where you're, you actually did make a difference, make a change. Absolutely. And celebrating is such an important part. You know, it's like 
look at all the evidence you have as to why you can do it. It's why you can do new things or hard things or different things. But I think what you said about like, just get, like jotting everything down. It's like, you never know what inspiration you'll grab from, you know, a thought that kind of feels funny or like, God, that's never going to happen. But like you put it on paper and you let your brain just kind of take it all in. It's like, you never know what's, what it's going to attract like to the next thought or the next idea. And I'm telling you, like, it's, it can be fun. It can be really fun if we just give ourselves the space to dream, to think, and to not need to know right away. I think that's another big piece is like, okay, what's the answer? Yes. It's like, well, let's, let's see what comes up. Yeah, I, I like you, you were reading my mind because as you were talking and I'm sitting here thinking about and li- really taking in what you're saying, I was thinking, yeah, it takes patience mm-hmm. because we are used to in many areas of our life, you know, getting things done now, like it's, it's going to happen now. And so a lot of times I think we don't really apply that if not now, then when in a sense that, well, this isn't going to happen quickly. So I, I don't think I can do it. Or maybe you try and step out, but it's not changing as quickly as you thought. Yeah, but you have to put the patience into it and then and see that there are wins, like you said, and just keep moving forward until it becomes that bigger thing that you want it to be. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And then once you're like on the journey and you want it to be faster, it's like to have the faith that it's going to happen. Right. Because you'll show up because results come from you because you become certain of your outcome. Right. Like you will find a way you will create the way. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And and that's what I've loved about working with you as a life coach personally, because sometimes it's not like you really, well, I shouldn't say you, you give me the answers. I mean, you're really good about it, but you help me think about what those answers are. Because as you said earlier in this talk, only you know what those reasons are. Only you know what it is that you want right now. Yes, 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 yes. And like when you have a coach, you know, you can have somebody kind of poke at all those thoughts and those beliefs and like, you know, your reasons and see like, okay, what's underneath them? Do we like them? But exactly like even on this, I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm not here to tell you the right time for you. It's about like getting, developing that relationship for yourself. It's like noticing your own habits and your own patterns. And it's like, oh, I'm starting to do that thing where I wait again, where I avoid. Or it's like, okay, I know this is the time that I need to step on the gas. Right. Because it's like, imagine how does anybody feel when someone tells them what to do all the time? I guarantee you probably feels very similar. If you got a coach that was like, no, that's the wrong decision. You need to do this. (laughs) Right. Like, no. Because the idea is that you know you best. We're just figuring it out. Right. I love it. I love it. It's so true. And what's more important than our life? I mean, we think about we have coaches for so many different things. So I want to tell you out there that this is this is really something special. And it and life coaching is designed specifically for what your needs are. And it could be anything from starting a business to going back to school to getting better health. I mean, the, the options are endless, but having that person who is objective and non-judgmental, I think has been the best part. 
I truly love when my clients say that. I really do because it is to me coaching as a safe space. And when I hear they feel like very non-judged at all, I'm like, exactly. Because you come in and you share things that you don't typically share. I mean, it's your life. Like you said, it's important. It's, it's special. It's unique to you. So it's like, let's just bring what you want to focus on. And how can we create those results for you? How can we change our mind around this? Like, what do we need to do? And it's my experience. It's been like, you know, with my clients, with my coaches, like it's a safe space. And that is what I love about it. One of the many reasons. So one last parting statement about if not now, then when? Oh, I've got it. (laughs) (laughs) So this is, obviously this is my take. I think that life is incredibly short. And I, once again, I'm not telling you when to start, when to not start, when to wait, when to go, whatever. But I think that, you know, how would we show up to our life and what action would we take if we actually believe that tomorrow really wasn't promised? Mm. What if, what if our life expectancy wasn't the classic hundred, right? You know, like how would you treat the decisions that you have to make and how would you treat yourself and how would you treat the goals that you have? And that is just me personally. I'm like, okay, like I want to maximize and I want to do what I can with what I have. And I want to do more and more. And I always just try to remember, like, it just is not guaranteed. It's not guaranteed that I make it to that classic hundred, right? Like truthfully, I think Mel Robbins says this. she's like, you could leave your house and get hit by a bus. And that is so true. Yeah. I mean, it is true. And it's like, let's, let's treat our decisions. Like our lives depend on it. I love it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I know that this is going to sound interesting, you know, or kind of funny to mention, you know, Olivia Newton-John just passed away Mm -hmm. and she was 73 and I started calculating, you know, how many years is that away from me right now? And I started thinking to myself, if someone said that's when you're going to go, like what, like you said, what decisions would you make? But maybe you're 25 and 73 sounds like a long ways away. Maybe you need to think of it in a, in we all need to kind of think it relative to our own personal growth. And, and so, but I, I love that. And, uh, I think that's a great way to end the podcast. Thank you so much for coming back again and talking to me. Like I said, I heard that speaker and I'm like, Lauren and I need to talk about this. I love it. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. This is seriously so fun. And I have a coffee in front of me. So it really feels like a coffee talk. That's right. That's right. I I had one just before I came here. So before we started, well, thank you again, Lauren. And thank you everybody for listening. And don't forget to follow me wherever you like to enjoy your shows like Spotify or Apple Podcast. And let me remind you that if you are inspired to work with a life coach like Lauren, all of her information is in the show notes. And I personally highly recommend she's changed my life. And in fact, I wouldn't be here now doing this podcast if it weren't for her telling me if not now, then when.